home slice audio. God, we look like idiots when we do this. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. <laughs> that is so unnerving. I wasn't even looking at you that time. I got to catch you off guard with it now, because now you see it coming, and it's and it's not the same anymore. Yeah. So, howdy, Rob. How are things? Well, good now. I mean, today kind of sucked, but... Why? What happened today? Why wasn't well, today good? It's just long. Really? Well, now it's... What did we got about? Quarter to four I know, on I know. Tuesday afternoon. I'm, I'm late. Sorry. I know. You were out jibber-jabbing with some uh, big wigs across the hall. Well, I hadn't seen him in a while, and I saw that he was here, and I thought I'd better say hi. Did you take him a Budweiser? I did. <laughs> I did not. You should always just go in hand with one of those, I, know, I, think, I should. Because that's all he ever drinks. Uh, anyway... Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some whiskey. Uh, yeah, we celebrated the big jackrabbit win over USD this weekend. So, oh God, I, if, uh, a list of a million things that I could care less about. <laughs> that is that is that is like on the list like eight I, times. I, I mainly said that because I know Schulte will be listening, and, <laughs> uh, and just to remind him that there's no crying in football. Oh my God, I've never understood that about college sports. I still to this day don't get why it is such a big deal. You graduate from a college somewhere that you've paid uh, an exorbitant amount of money. You've overpaid to, and that you're just yeah. all in on being a super fan of whatever. Well, I, I imagine it's a little bit like uh, you playing Call of Duty after having never served in the military. No, none of that. None of that's accurate. I don't think. I think that's a great comparison. I, I think well, you don't... fancy yourself a bit of a soldier after. But... <laughs> Well, after, after playing this video game, and you know, I look, I look good in camo, and, for and, sure, and don't ha- own a firearm, it's, it seems but weird. Nobody does that with your high school, and that leaves more lasting impressions than college for most people. Oh, I think there's plenty of people that still go to the, all the football and basketball games in Sturgis. I mean, I don't because I don't live there anymore. But there's, but would you give a crap? I follow I, the scores. I don't. I don't know any of the people anymore. It's just. It's just weird to me. These again, maybe for those that don't know, I never graduated college. Maybe that has something to do with it too. <laughs> maybe I. Well, you never went to war either, and here you are, Call I, of Duty. Good champion. point. And I'm really good at one. That's for sure. Don't know how good I am at this, but I'm pretty good Call of Duty player. If you ever want to, ever want to one v one me, let's go. All right. Hair in my beard. Um, it wouldn't be a beard if there was no hair. No, like extra hair, like oh. hair that's not supposed to be there. That's like one of the worst parts of a beard is if you have a uh, you're married with a woman with long yeah, hair, yeah, and then you're you're just like kind of brushing out your beard or whatever, and you just keep pulling one hair. You're like, there's no way that could be the beard hair. Right? <laughs> that's not mine. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been there. Uh, did you see this? Uh, did you see the story about that 25 year Eagle Rare? I did. Ten grand a bottle. Yeah. We only need 50 of us with 200 a pop to get it. That would be a really small pour, I think. Well, maybe, but wouldn't it be fun to try? Yeah, why don't you put it on your company card? Oh, you, haven't, you, haven't, right. you haven't tested it to that degree yet. Are you kidding? Just yesterday I added 210 bucks to it because I went out and-, and oh, uh, yeah. That's that's been the whole that's been kind of a problem with this whole little endeavor we've we've found ourselves uh, running through is that I'll get these text messages now from now just people that not really aren't really in the in the in the whiskey world, 
But this was a listener who's listened to the radio show that I also do. And she's a manager that I found out out at Timmins Market. Right. So she texts me and says, hey, did you see these? You know, this, is, this is a sales tactic from Bruner. Oh, he's brilliant he's at like, it then. He's like, hey, Beth, text these <laughs> Melissa's idiots. Melissa's her name. Uh, Mel- text, uh, yeah, Melissa. Melissa, text these idiots. <laughs> we got to move these. Right. Christmas is coming. And tell them how cool it is and how you bought one and how everybody yeah. else, because there's only five available. So I went out and bought this. Uh, it's called the Art of... What was it called? The lost, lost the art of lost distillation. art of distillation. Distillation. That was it. So it's an advent calendar, uh, and advent calendars have twenty-four little boxes in them with with a little fifty-milliliter vial of whiskey in each one, which was more than I thought because I pulled one out. I'm like, oh boy, there's easy enough for two pours in there for sure, which will be nice. Depends on who you're. <laughs> well, to. I watched you do this one that we'll get to in a second too. Good lord. Um, but I'm excited for this. This one we should say is is courtesy of of Justin at Windsor Block. We were what looking, we're we be were, talking we about. We were yeah. looking for one, and uh, he made a couple of calls and put it on his tab. And all I had to do was go get it. So. And then he said, "Yeah, go ahead, just take the bottle, make your episode, and just bring it down to the bar when you're yeah. done." We'll have to, yeah. So thanks, Justin. I love having friends. Like I that. know, right? <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> now, for for years, I've I've said uh, thanks. I've got enough friends, and and maybe that's not true. It now. isn't. It isn't true. You, I, and I'm not a guy that wants to have a lot of friends, but well, maybe I maybe I got to rethink that too. <laughs> All right, smartass. Good call. Uh, okay, I remember asking this question sitting down at the Windsor Block. Speaking of talking to Mark, because I had heard of this um, Amberena Wood. Is that how you pronounce it? Amberana. A-M-B-U-R-A-N-A. I've heard it Amberana or Amberana, but I'm I'm assuming it's it's one or the other. It doesn't really matter. Is that the dance? Amberana. No, Rob. No. No. You haven't had near enough of what you're drinking to start pulling that kind of stuff out right right. now. Okay? I'll, I'll keep trying. So keep trying. But I remember Mark saying that this was already becoming kind of a... People were getting tired of it already because it just kind of, it kind of like the Olorosa sherry stuff that seems to, all yeah, the whiskey seems up. to be That's doing. That's good. I know, right. But this, uh, all right, I'm getting it now. They're saying was the next big thing, but now it's kind of almost jumped the shark already. And we hadn't even tried it yet. And so I was kind of excited to, to get a bottle of this because I saw some news story that popped up about it and thought, well, let's see what, how we can make this work. And, and in 90 minutes, we were able to pull this all together, which was pretty amazing. Well, yeah, you found a story and I found the booze. You, right. Again, you continue, look, you continue look the, to do the easy part. Look at the team we make, Rob. Look at there. <laughs> look how well this worked today. Uh, actually, this all started with an article I you sent me. I think it me. finally must have cut through the, dirt, the dirty glass because I'm really getting it now. <laughs> God. Rob doesn't wash his glasses I, I was before in, he comes I, in here to do this. I was this. late and this one was Ugh. on my desk and I was in a hurry and now I feel bad and it's smells really good now. You sent me an article, the 25 most important American whiskeys right now for 2023. And the list was pretty pretty obvious. Number one on it was a Pappy. Yeah. Which, there was a lot of obvious ones on there, right. I thought. Some I had never some, heard of some before. Some I thought were missing. I don't remember the story right now, but what is this stupid little turtle thing? That's not a turtle. That's Yoshi from from Mario. Yoshi. Yoshi. Okay. Yeah. Yoshi. You didn't. Uh, Mario. You don't. You don't play a lot of video games, do you, Rob? I remember Yoshi from Mario Brothers. We're recording this on Halloween, by the way. That's why we have one person in the building who decided to get a Yoshi onesie 
and that's what he that's what he wore <laughs> to Shit, work that's today. What, that's what he wears at home all the time. <laughs> I'm sure it is, isn't it? Is that what your better half likes you in? Is oh, that yeah. sexy? Is that the sexy time outfit with your better half? Oh, okay. She she, she no. likes it crumpled up in the corner. <laughs> Gross, Rob. You just added to that. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, yeah, this is happening on Halloween, so we've got some people that are dressed uh, up in the office. Mitch, you, I didn't say if Mitchell was in it or not. <laughs> you and I, you and I did not partake in the holiday today, though. No, I, I, I uh, you did. I you popped did. You my wanna, Halloween. You want to tell everybody what you went uh, as for Halloween? My wife and I went as the Grady twins from The Shining, but clearly we didn't age as well. I <laughs> or at least, and and I, and I was considerably heavier I than both you, of them. I encourage anyone listening to this podcast right now to go ahead and search the internet for this photo. Okay, I won't give away your personal social information. But if if anybody's uh, you, if you Google me or you search for me on Facebook, it's bound to come up. <laughs> it's quite possibly one of the greatest pictures I have ever seen. Because you're both standing there now. Becky looked. Becky was recognizable. She had, well, no, she had that that smile and the eyes kind of yeah, down. She, she had the look of the prepped, twin. She prepped a little better yeah. than I did. You for the, for the photo anyway. You looked surprised that you were part of the. I wasn't really ready. The... You don't know how many people have actually told me that, and after seeing this picture, that they didn't recognize me in that photo. Now I suppose it, it's it from the angle that it was taken. It you were a little harder to recognize because it was taken down, kind of looking yeah. up a little bit. So it wasn't like right, but like yeah. even in person, like there was a gal that Becky worked with that I know and have known for some time, and she didn't. And, and I'm with my wife in this deal, <laughs> at this party, and she goes, "I recognize Becky right away, but I had no idea who you were." I'm like, "Well, who do you who do you think I, Becky would have been with?" I don't know. Is the question? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Does she have a boyfriend yeah. that I don't know about? Yeah, that's a creepy ass boyfriend. That's right? All I could say from that he picture. He shows up at Halloween parties. Uh, it's a great it's a great photo though. You gotta. It, it was something. I, you gotta keep I, that. I looked at it and went, "Holy shit! I <laughs> do not look good in a dress." <laughs> we weren't meant to. Rob. Well, I kind of do though, honestly. Um, yeah, anyway. It looked pretty good in the kilt, but in the, the, dre- kilt, in the, the kilt dress, the kilt works for was, you. Yes. It was a little nope. All right. Getting back to this list. Okay. So on it, they had Basil Hayden. They had um, Cedar Ridge, the Iowa bourbon, was on this too. Yeah, we've had that. Yep. Or at least one iteration of it. Uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company, their collaborative series, was on the list. Uncle Nearest, the one that really, really threw me when I saw this. Fireball and Screwball are on this list. I remember, this is the 25 most important American whiskeys right now. Fireball and Screwball still on the list. That is sad. Frey Ranch, which is part of the advent calendar that we'll be doing, I noticed. That also made the list on here, which I thought was cool. Did you go open and open all the doors? No, already? just one. But in the booklet, the booklet tells you what each one of them are. So I went through the booklet and read all that. He, he's the Houston is the kid that got the ad, chocolate advent calendar. At ate them all in one day. Ate them all in one day. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> the Jack Daniels experiments also made this list. Uh, the Russell's oh, the Reserve experimental wood ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The single Rickhouse collection from Russell's Reserve. Weller is on the list. Michter's Toasted. Which that bottle that was one of the very first allocated bottles I ever purchased was the, was the Michter's toasted yeah um, Willett Family Estate Maker's Mark Cellar Aged which we just had with yep uh, with uh, Troy 
uh, one of our last podcasts. He yeah, brought up one of those. That's right. And uh, George T. Stagg, they had Blanton's on here at number two. But it's interesting on this sentence with the Blanton's, they said, call it overrated, overhyped, or simply not as tasty. <laughs> like, you know, that's not really a great way to start off the paragraph. Of the number two? Of the number two, yeah. I thought, right? And then Pappy Van Winkle came in at number 10, or number one. I mean, but, it, that is interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't know how those are the most important. Um, I mean, I get the Remus, or, or not the Remus, I get the uncle nearest... Because you know of the minority female owned and right whatever I mean that that's and it's and it's good it's a good whiskey it's you know I mean I understand some of them oh Blanton's would be on my list of most important well number twenty five on here and why we're talking about this podcast is because number twelve number tomorrow twelve twenty five <laughs> said Amberana anything. Oh, is that where this came from? That's where this whole thing came from. You can tell from. that That's I found the story and then didn't read it. Right, of course. Like you mostly do. You see the headline and you send it to me, and then I read it and put the I show together. I scrolled through to <laughs> see what the top few ones were. but Well, if you don't know what uh, Amberana wood is, it's it's considered the, the Brazilian oak is what they call it. Okay? Please, again, <laughs> you haven't had near enough yet to be dancing and or singing on this podcast. Hoi! Uh, and Brazil only allows so many of these barrels to be uh, exported every year, so so they're very it's, it's protective your of this. Contention that they make the barrels down there, and not just don't export the wood. That's a good question. I guess I never looked into that. I found the story. I found the whiskey. How come you didn't look into? But it this? said so many of these desirable barrels. So that so they're making the barrels there as well. They use it for cachaca, uh, which is a drink that's <laughs> native to Brazil. It's like a rum. It starts out as fermented sugar cane, and then it gets distilled. And so that's what those barrels are mainly used for in Brazil. Oh, it's not some weird rainforest. We can only cut so many trees. No, thing. no. I think it's... Um, they don't want to send all of their barrels somewhere else right. because we use it for ourselves. They have a they have a national drink that they use it for. Stingy bastards. Um, it was... Uh, and, this, and it's only been around, really. In the, well, these beer... Um, You're going to tell me that this tree has only been around for a no, couple of years tree. now? No, not the tree. Uh, this this Brazilian oak that they use to 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 age. They started with beer like five to nine years ago. Beer was using it first here in the states. They were um, they're aging their beer there first. Uh, so you can find it in in beer apparently still. Well, and in whiskey too, like we're like we're drinking right now. But it started with beer. Starlight Distillery in Indiana. They were the first to finish the whiskey in these Brazilian oak barrels. Starlight sounds familiar, but I don't know if we ever would have had anything from them. Does it's, it ring a bell for it, you? It does not, but I didn't research that at all because okay. I found the whiskey. Right. You keep referencing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm good at that part of it. Well, when I was looking at it this morning, the first one that came up. If I let you buy the whiskey, it's banana or peanut butter or... Or it's banana peanut butter, or which I, candy I now I can get uh, out at Timmins as well. So they, they have it on the shelf. Um, Barrel Bourbon was the first one that popped up with the, they call it the Cask Finish Series, which is the Amberana. So that's the bottle that we were able to track down. There were a number down. of bottles out of Barrel there that were. Colville had one. Finished um, Barrel had casks. one. RD1 had one. And what was the other one I sent you? I emailed you or texted you one other one. I don't know. Was, I already had this one too. secured by the time you sent the text. So you didn't so I, care? I quit listening. So to once you. you got the text? 
Um, I guess I guess that's fine. Uh, Oak and Eden. Oh yeah. But they will do like Oak and Eden. They is probably famous put for a the spire in yeah. the bottle and gross. And that's what I'll, that's what I, I had noticed that some of the distillers had done with this Brazilian oak too. Was just chipped it or spired it. Oh uh, yeah. And dropped it in there. So the 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 takeaway with this and and the reason why it's kind of controversial is because of its flavor profile. A lot of articles that I was reading about it said that people that the reason why a lot of people don't like it is because it's just the barrel completely overpowers the juice that's in it. Liquid. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to say juice. Thought you didn't like. Juice. I don't like it, but now I'm trying to because I hear it every time. <laughs> I think more more people are going towards liquid now. Apparently. The liquid. I don't know. It's the juice is stupid. We're always way behind. Um, but ever ha- it, do, after- it, do, it does. I mean, I'd be interested to see what a an actual barrel bourbon next to this would be like without this finish on it because, you know, you said it. I mean, and it says it on the barrel. It's cinnamon and nutmeg and. Clove, clove and allspice and, and and you can i mean it hits it hard it's not hints no, of any of that no it is the taste yeah it tastes like christmas one guy described it as cinnamon toast crunch and that's all i can smell on it right now cinnamon toast crunch is one of my favorite cereals by the way <laughs> that's why i really really am getting a taste for this for adults that eat cereal <laughs> What's wrong with that? Adults should I eat cereal. Know. I love cereal. It is just I just can't remember the last time I had a bowl of cereal. Are you kidding, Rob? It's been years. I can eat it th- every meal. Every meal. Give me a, and, and just all different kinds, just so I have a variety to on, pour on and eat. On occasion, I do crave, oddly enough, a, a bowl of Raisin Bran. Are you 90? I mean, Raisin Bran out of all the cereals? I don't know. It's the... Did you have a raisin bran when they put the banana chips in it for a while? That was a thing no, about a year ago. Uh, oh clear, my god! Clearly, it was no. So good. <laughs> Jesus, I did when I was younger. When I was a child, would slice up a banana and put it on top of but... almost everything: ice cream, cereal, <laughs> no, all of that everything. stuff. Loved it in that sense. I don't know what it is about raisin bran. It's just a little bit of sweet raisin. In, uh, on sure, top of sure. The I, I think you could probably stop explaining. If people know what raisin bran is. I don't think you need to go. <laughs> you're the, you're the little cereal guy. I, oh, thought maybe I love it so much. No, appreciate I know. a little anecdote. Uh, this is, and I, before we started recording, I said I'm, I'm really, really going to be worried that this is going to be something that I like. And it is. Oh my goodness. Yep. And too bad I should have bought it because then you could have it. But now it's Justin's, and I got to bring it back down to him. It is, well, if you're somebody that does like cinnamon-forward things. It's not cinnamon-forward to the point like Fireball or even even Jack Fire. Right. we got to make not, a very yeah, big not, distinction. It's not flavored. It's not a, yeah. It's the cinnamon powder, <laughs> not the cinnamon sweet. Does that make sense? No. No? <laughs> the it's, risk of us call that cinnamon carrot now. It smells like a cinnamon stick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And well, it has. It makes sense. It's wood. And it has. Oh Jesus! And it has a little cinnamon. <laughs> like you licked it, like you just sucked on the stick, right? Don't just let that go and take a drink. <laughs> take a drink. Um, well, you're the one that tees them up so easy. 
But this is it 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 it's a fall winter drink, I think, for sure. It's one you would you would love to if you had an outdoor fire pit to sit around and drink. Um I would like to try a couple other um versions like the Koval or, or even the Oak Inspire, even though I'm not a big fan of that. Or, or Oak and Eden. But I think I it, rather than doing that, I think I would rather go down the barrel cask finish series. For for barrel and, and see what these other woods do to the liquid. You know Boy, what I mean? This this is just stellar. And I don't I don't get all the hate for it, I guess. But but because it's I don't think there there's it it can't be that <coughs> different in all of them. You know what I mean? I think if you're putting it in this Brazilian oak barrel, it's all of them are gonna taste like this. It very well could, yeah. So that's why there's it no. Might, so it might be interesting to try one of the other yeah. bourbons that has this finish, but to see how close I it would, is. I, I still think I'd rather try the barrel, other wooden mm-hmm. cask finishes than. Well, and that's become such a big deal, and I wonder if that's kind of jumping the shark a little bit too. Is finishing it in these different, because it was you know they were drying it in tequila for a while, and the Oloroso barrels, of course, are well, huge. And we we haven't tried that on air. I don't think the Jack finished in the in the tequila barrel. We Oops, didn't. Pardon. Well, we did. We sipped it at at the tasting. Oh, right. Oh, right. That was the the, the latest one from their yeah. series. Yes. No, we didn't get a chance to do that one because we didn't get a bottle of it. Yes, we did. Where is it? It's at my house. Why isn't it here and we're doing that Because I had it then? here and then we never... It's not open. I still have it. Well, the next the week, guess what we're doing, Rob? Don't forget to bring that in because we got to talk about that. We should try that, that with, against the Jamaican allspice wood and the. Oh, I wonder if the Jamaican the, allspice like a regular black label. How that would taste up against this? I don't know. We may never know unless you buy a bottle. This you you are available to find this barrel bourbon, uh, Amarana, here in Rapid well. City. Um, there's liquor stores that have it. They're, I'm assuming you can find it. Well, it's about to be at Windsor Block when I bring this back. <laughs> if you want to go try it down there, for sure. I like it. Do you like it, Rob? Would you? Uh, would you? Would you buy it again? I didn't buy this one. Justin bought this one. Um, Listen, Mister Literal. Would you get a glass of it again? I do like it. I would, don't would you, know that it would be on the one that I would be on the hunt for. I think it would be interesting to have it if somebody wanted to try it. I It wouldn't be one that I would go to on a regular basis, but that does not mean that I don't like it. We're running into a lot of those, it seems, lately. They're fun to try. They're good. But we don't know if we would ever go out and spend any more money yeah, on Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, if I could be wrong because I, I, I knew I didn't have to pay for it, so I didn't really pay that much attention, but I think it was like 90 bucks ish Right. But barrel is that much anyway. Yes, it is. Barrel it, bourbon itself yes. is already is already it's, it's a up little there pricey. at the higher end of a, of a one you can find on the regular. Yeah, and of course the seagrass from barrel always makes lists of some of the best bourbon. Yeah. Although dovetail is the one I think we enjoyed the most. Yeah, and we blasted through the rest of that bottle. So. Yeah, um, but this, um, yeah, I would love to have a bottle of this on my shelf for sure, for the very reason you said it would be fun to bring out to have people try. I think you would have a couple ounces of it, and then you probably would move on. Yeah, I don't think you'd. I don't think this would be one that you'd go through the entire night. No, having 
No, not at all. Because I mean, it, it, it's 116 proof. I mean, it's it's not for the faint of heart by any stretch. Aged five years um, and then finished in the barrels. So it's it's different. Well, I mean, it must it's be. completely is it, unique. Is it, Aged for four years in American oak and then finished for a year. Did you know that? I do not know that. It just says five years on its age statement right there. But it is a barrel is a blended whiskey. Okay. What else do you got to add, Rob? Anything? This was Nothing. this was a short one today. I don't know. What else is on your list? Is that it? That was it. Uh, the Eagle Rare, and uh, I wanted to talk about this. Um, would you? We could go back to making fun of the coyotes. We want to do that? <laughs> I, no, because I don't give a shit. Uh, well, it's not all about you. Yeah, a little. Uh, Sorry, Schulte. I thought you really had a chance there for the first <laughs> couple of minutes of the game. And I can tell you what, though, I was listening to the broadcast on the Cowboy because we carry the USD mm-hmm. games on our on our one of our stations here. The radio announcers from USD are insufferable they were ready to just hand usd the win at the kickoff i I just oh my god okay for anybody that gives a shit about this other than the two people you're directly talking to (laughs) i don't who who's the who which one's which usd is the bad one they're in vermilion (laughs) the bad one so that's not the one you went to you went to sdsu SDSU is the one the jackrabbits okay check not often you see a jackrabbit kick the shit out of a coyote but it happened this weekend that's 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 fair okay (laughs) wow i had guys that were sending me pictures of the apparently there's a coyote statue out in front of the dome or whatever with a dead rabbit in this thing's mouth and i'm like well no wonder you lost that's a cottontail not a jackrabbit and you call me a nerd, Rob. You can't tell the difference between a jackrabbit and a cottontail? Well, clearly the USD people can't. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Cottontail. Tasty. Get down to the Windsor Block and try a, a pour of this. Ask specifically for the one that the two idiots on that Whiskey at Work podcast drank. <laughs> Justin will know exactly who he, you're talking yeah, about. He will. All right. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. Go Jackson. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.